I'm Louise Roque. Tune in weekly for a dose of your good tonic, where people share their personal stories. I believe voicing, not suppressing who you uniquely are, is part of our human journey. If you would like to know more or be a guest, visit our website, goodtonic.co.nz. I hope you subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Today I'm talking a little bit about how corruption actually works because quite often people don't really realise how the basic type of corruption works. Now, let's just give an example, for instance, uh, and this is very, very stereotyped, but the reason I'm using it is because um, I've got some knowledge about it. So this could be corruption that happens in any workplace, actually, or most workplaces could have some sort of corruption happening. And when I say corruption, I guess it's people getting together and uh, covering for someone. And there's reasons behind that. So if you're running a business, I guess you have to look at your systems in place because it's your systems in place right from the very beginning that's where they need to be on ground level so it's very important to have your systems in place because that can decrease corruption when I'm talking about corruption and when I'm talking about covering up it could be all sorts of things it could be bullying which is huge in workplaces Bullying happens in schools a lot, but sometimes too it happens with the teachers bullying the children. So really, I think as a person you need to decide if something's going on anywhere and you are asked to be party to it, Now when I say asked to be party to something, that might not necessarily mean that somebody's going to come up to you and say, hey listen, I've done this or I'm going to do this, will you cover up for me? Will you join me? Will you back me up? No, no, no. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that at all. Most times it doesn't happen like that. Most times what actually happens is, is that the person doing the bullying or the person doing the corruption whatever that may be will then lay it on the other person not necessarily inviting them asking them, guiding them but they will be pressurising them in some shape or form whether it be saying what actually happened when they know that that person knows that that is not what happened or saying oh well lucky you've got my back or saying oh this is what I'm going to say you know there's all sorts of things so let's just have an example of how something so simple can happen and that's why every decision that you make you have to think 
for every action rather, there is a reaction. So for every single action, there is some kind of reaction. So if you're doing an action now, you need to think about what could the reaction be. So this is how it works. Two guys went to the academy together. I'm saying guys for the sake of guys. It could be guys meaning girls or guys meaning guys. It doesn't matter. Two people went to, say, the police academy together. They were really, really good friends. They got out of the police academy. They went off into their own stations, places. A couple of years later, they get together and they happen to be working in the same place. Something goes down and one of them does something, e.g. assaults somebody or says something that's not, you know, not by guidelines. And it is in the company of this other person. Now this other person could say, look, can you stop doing that? I'm not party to this. I don't want to know about this. I'm not backing you up. You're my friend, but give it a miss. Because I'm not interested. Okay, so yes, unfortunately, that person, by their behaviour, is involving you. Because you are in a profession, and that person has done something that is not professional that is against the guidelines, that is morally, ethically, whatever the case may be, you know that it is not right. And in fact, it may be illegal, unlawful. A number of, we could go on about what it could be all day long. But at the end of the day, if you're with somebody and they do something, whether it's steal something, lie, cover up, and they are doing it in your company and with your knowledge they are inflicting their actions on you and you need to tell them that it's not on because that in itself is a type of bullying so let's just go a step further so let's just say that this person does something and the other person doesn't do anything about it, turns a blind eye, even may sort of assist in some way. For instance, say there was a complaint made. Well then, that other police officer is going to get asked and is going to be interviewed about what happened. Now you've only got two choices. There is no other choice. The choices are you either say exactly what happened which means you've got to say exactly what happened or you have to lie there are no other choices so that's phase one or maybe phase two of the corruption process because phase three is when down the track this person this person gets promoted, or one of the two police officers get promoted. 
Now, one person will always have something over the other person. But the other person too has also got something over that person. So one of them's done the action. The other one has reacted to the action. And the only two possibilities that I can think of is either they've told them to stop or they have turned a blind eye or they have participated. But I guess in some ways participated could be seen as turning a blind eye. That was their participation in it. Okay, so one of them gets promoted and there's always going to be that they have this bond now. They have to have each other's backs no matter what happens because they've signed away to each other. One owes one a debt but the one who owes the debt also knows that that person has taken the action of lying and so they are just in as bad a position as the first person. So that is essentially how corruption happens. So when one of those people do something, again, the other person is bound to them. And quite often, if you've got one person who is a bit of a nutter and they keep on going out and they keep on going and doing these things and people around them turn these blind eyes, they end up having a lot of power. And I saw it happen. A guy who was a senior constable, he was a total nutcase and everybody knew it. And he kept on going around and putting a manhold around people's necks. And when I say people's necks, I mean literally young adult men. And he would arrest them for nothing. And these guys went on to have criminal records. And he got away with it. And everybody knew. And one day he came to work. And he was black and blue all over. Somebody had waited in the bush. And when he went to his house, they jumped out. And they gave him a flogging. So, what systems are you putting in place at the very ground level for corruption? I'm Louise Roke. Tune in weekly for a dose of your good tonic by subscribing to our podcast. For more information, visit goodtonic.co.nz. Thanks for listening. Thank you.